Welcome to Gamers Cafe. We're open for opinions, maybe some, you know, trash talking because it's part of gaming, let's be honest with you. And anything else that's going on, especially the news, because news is important for you guys to, you know, know what's going on in the gaming world. But I'm your host, Brett Dicer, so let's get on with it. So it looks like uh, Ubisoft is, uh, well, it's not going to be bringing out Assassin's Creed or Far Cry uh, until 2017. That's right, everybody. Uh, they're changing gears and actually going to be making somewhat good games, unlike the Division that, well, is getting better. Uh, yes, they have said that they are going to be waiting for more polish. Uh, they want it to be alpha test ready by a year. And so if they can do it, they will do it. But if not, they will, you know, make it last a little bit longer. But we may not actually see Assassin's Creed or Far Cry until 2017. Wow. It's a pretty big, you know, interesting little difference between what they were before and what they are now. It's like they're changing about face because they're seeing some people, um, you know, not being very uh, happy with the games they are. I've run into plenty of bugs between these two games, and it's good to see that they're actually taking a step back and actually, you know, fixing this stuff because they need to fix it. It just needs to be fixed. Fix it now. Also, Ubisoft, uh, well, it staved off of NVIDIA. Uh, was trying to do a um, buyout of them and staved it off for now. That's right. NVIDIA was looking to actually buy Ubisoft because they got rid of uh, Activision a while ago and then they're now deciding that they want it again. They want to be back in the video games again. So they're looking to get by uh, Ubisoft, but it looks like for now they've been saved off from that uh, they're looking Ubisoft's CEO is looking for more independent shareholders uh, to you know diversify it make it bigger and make it a lot harder for Vividi to do a hostile takeover for buying stocks they still own about 23% shares of the company so it's still a significant portion of the company that Vividi actually holds but we'll we'll see what actually happens but for right now they're still independent yeah I guess I mean, if, if they're not doing very well independent, maybe they should be bought out. You know what? It really doesn't matter right now because right now what uh, Ubisoft needs to do is, is focus on making better games than they had before. They have, they've just been having a really bad track record of bringing these games out, and they're not really that good. Uh, so, like I said, if it's better to be, you know, not independent anymore to actually get bought out and to make better games and by all means why not but right now they're still independent they are not going anywhere they're not being bought out for now all right my twitchers the people that either do twitch streams or uh, watch them uh, twitch has announced twitch prime that's right it's reminiscent of amazon prime because if you have an amazon prime account you can get twitch prime that's right and you can get different stuff uh, for twitch prime you can get different loots uh, as well as, uh, for example, you can get um, quite a different uh, uh, kind of games, uh, exclusive emotes, chat badges, and one free channel subscription every uh, 30 days. Uh, so if you already have Amazon Prime a subscription, why not actually, you know, just easily link your account with it? Because that's all you got to do. That's it. That's it. It's going to be $10 a month. Uh, so, you know, 
be be cognizant of it and make sure that you actually can afford that. If you can't, well, then don't. But for the people that have Twitch Turbo, you can still opt out of the Amazon Prime and still stick with the service, which is $9 a month. However, from this time forward, no one else can actually get it uh, because they are not doing Twitch Turbo anymore. It's now Twitch Prime because if you didn't know, Twitch is owned by Amazon, so they're not going to do that anymore. But yes, Twitch Prime, everybody. Yay! If you really want that. If you don't, you don't get it. I mean, it does have ad-free, so you get no ads. But like I said, if not, don't get it. You don't have to get it if you don't want to. Anyways, moving on. It looks like Windows 10 has had to update to fix download issues for Forza 3, Gears 4, and others. That's right. Apparently, people have, were having trouble preloading their games on the Windows Store. Well, what a big surprise, because seriously, no gamer likes the store. They... Now, well, let's just, be, let's just be honest. Way back a while ago, the games live, or Windows Live, or whatever the heck they called it before, was not the funnest thing to play. Gamers did not like it. They were just forced to use it, and after a while, Microsoft pulled back and didn't use it anymore. So, um, that's... That's where we stand right now. Um, they are bringing it back with the Windows 10 store. So now, if you want to preload Gears 4 or actually install Forza 3, uh, just be sure to do updates. If you install a language pack, you're just going to have to reinstall it for some weird reason. Don't really understand it, but it, that's, that's what it's all about, folks. That's what it's all about. All right. It looks like the Rainbow Six Siege Star Edition is back. That's right. If you were unaware of what it was basically it's it was $15 a month you got about two operators and uh, the rest of them you had to unlock unlike the full version of the game where you got all the uh, basic or uh, main Manel game characters this one you only get two but you're also not paying fifty to sixty dollars for the game so there is a trade-off here uh, so if you're looking to kinda you know dip your toes into it this actually might be a good thing for you to get uh, you also get 600 R, R6 credits. You can use to lock two more operatives if you, from the original line if you want to. Uh, it's a fun game, so. but however, I will warn gamers, if they're looking for the running gun uh, Call of Duty type game, this is not for you because you will die if you run and gun. Because it's, it's <laughs> two seconds you're down if you do that. Just don't do it. It's, it's, just, it's just bad. It's, it's bad. All right. Were you looking to buy the C920 uh, Logitech webcam? Well, don't, because they're coming out with the C922. That's right. It record 60 frames per second with 720p and below. Uh, it will also have, because this is more, this, this webcam is actually focused on gamers. It will actually have um, a way for you to have a subscription for it, for XSplit. Uh, I usually recommend OBS anyways, because it's free, and it usually will give you the best option anyways. It's going to be hundred dollars for it. Now you can you can get the nine the C920 for sixty fifty to sixty dollars depending on where you go. Uh, I recently got mine. I was like, what? How did that? How did that happen? Like where? Why? Oh. But uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, that's what it was all about. You uh, if so, if you're waiting to actually buy the C920. Uh, I would I would wait to see what the 922 has. It also will have a way for uh, basically a digital green screen on it as well. 
Uh, now, it's been reported that the edges are kind of, you know, a little blurry because, well, green screens are always going to be the, your best way. The technology is great, but it's not going to be better than actually doing a green screen yourself. Uh, so, you can do that if you want to. That is built into it. Uh, if you don't really want to buy a green screen, you can use the Personify Chroma Cam, which allows you to take her out the background and just have you and the game. You and the game. So that's all that matters. All right, looks like Steam is now going to be selling skins for its Steam Link and Steam Controller. That's right, if you actually have a Steam Controller, you may actually be interested in this. Now it runs at $10 a pop, and uh, so you get the CSGO skin, um, there's also the Aperture Science, mostly all of the Dota, uh, not Dota, uh, Valve, which they own, but the Valve type skins, plus other ones including the gray uh, cam, cam, camo design, the blue camo design, and the blue and orange theme as well. So if you're looking to get, you know, spruce up your um, Steam controller, this is probably the best way to do it, because why not? It's a great controller, by the way. It's pretty good. Uh, they update it all the time and it's getting better and better and it's probably one of the better choices of having a controller for your PC beyond just the Xbox or if you can get the PS3 or 4 controller to work, that's also great too. Alright, are you looking for a new monitor? Well, the AOC or Agon monitors, which are now the sub-brand for game monitors, is out with a 27-inch QHD panel with 144 uh, refresh rate for $500. That's right, it's going to have active sync for all of you. Uh, but if you're actually looking for, you know, G Sync, you're going to have to wait a little bit for that. Uh, but it will have options into includes four USB 3.0 ports, presenting up one and down to three, uh, VGA uh, dub sub and DVI and display port, and two HDMI inputs as well. Now, if you're looking for the IPS version with G-Sync support, it's not going to be out until, well, actually next month, and it's going to cost a little bit more. It's going to cost about $800. Unfortunately, when you go to G-Sync, it costs a lot more money. When you do FreeSync, which is AMD's version, it doesn't cost as much. It's always how it is. It's weird that it's like that, but that's how the cards are. AMD is usually cheaper than NVIDIA. AMD CPUs are usually cheaper than Intel's. Uh, and they're actually... Recently, they're actually quite good. AMD's uh, graphics cards are pretty good for the price point that they offer. And if you're looking for getting decent gaming out of a $200 or $250 uh, graphics card, I would say AMD is probably one of the best. So, check it out. Alright, do you still play Homefront the Revolution? There's about one of you, but yes, you probably some of you still play it. Don't know why I played the free trial and hated it or didn't like it as much. It might be a strong word, but I didn't like it as much. Well, there's the first story DLC available. The Voice of Freedom is now live. That's right, you get to play as Benjamin Walker, who is the hero of the resistance and the most wanted man in America. Because if you didn't know in the storyline, North Korea takes over America because reasons beyond explanation. Uh, and so they take over America because it's an alternate reality where North Korea is actually doing well. Like I said, defies logic. Uh, but if you're looking to you know, spruce up the revolution a little bit more than well, the lacklusterness of it, 
Uh, you can purchase it for $6 on Steam if you did not get the season pass. And I hope you did not get the season pass because it's not a very good game. It's an okay game, but not that great. Not at all. Alright, did you love The Wasteland 2? Well, The Wasteland 3 is happening and the crowdsourcing campaign is set to begin next week. That's right. So, if you enjoy the top-down isometric RPG party-like game that's been actually repopularized by The Wasteland 2, Pills of Eternity, and Original Sin Divinity, or Divinity Original Sin, whichever one you want. I've heard it both ways. Uh -huh. Then you can go on to Kickstarter and, you know, support it. And they're only looking for about $2.7 million. That's right, $2.7 million to actually do it. And you're going to be a lone survivor of Team November, which is a Ranger Squad dispatched to the icy Colorado Wastes. That's right. Ooh, icy Colorado Wastes. It also is going to incorporate actually co-op as well into it. And so they're trying to say is that you can still play single-player experience and it's going to be rich. So they're actually going to have a co-op as well. Yes, you can also update your ranger base, which will be interesting. Uh, and also the writers from Torment Tides of Numeria are going to be writing for it as well, so it should be good. And the studio behind uh, Stasis is helping them as well. So it looks like it's going to be a very interesting game. I kind of like the co-op drop in, drop out, and have your friends help you out as, as well. That sounds very interesting, especially for this type of game where you don't see a lot of that actually happening. You see more of a rich single-player experience, which I'm all for. I love single-player experiences. I wish there were a lot lot more of them, but it's always about, you know, the multiplayer, because the multiplayer is where the money is, because that's how you get people to play longer, supposedly. Yeah. It's, it is it is whatever. It's whatever, whatever. Okay, well, the No Man's Sky controversy still continues. We There still really hasn't been a lot of communication from, from Hello Games. Plus, Sean Murray has really said nothing. Now, a redditor from UK has decided to, well, contact the Advertising Standards Authority, or the ASA. And they look over promotional materials, making sure that the materials is factual, it's not misleading in any sense of the word. Well, could be in trouble because some of the screenshots do see huge inter, uh, intergalactic combat as well and in that you you, you don't see that ever at all you don't see it at all it's not there it's it, it's it's very lonely no man's skies but that's that's the name of the game no man's sky so you're the only man or woman that are in this sky because you can't meet your friends or at all but I actually had no problem with this game. I actually didn't run into any of the bugs that people have uh, claimed that, that are there. Uh, I still had fun with it. I don't think it's a terrible game. I don't think it's the best game I've ever played, though. It is an okay game. It could have been a lot better. It could have been quite a bit worse. But it's just there. It's a good one to drop in, you know, fly the skies if you just really want to be by yourself. And only by yourself, and it's then that, that's that's what you can do. And if you have it on PC, you can put mods on it because I already did, and I can fly low. Ooh, I can fly low on the ground. Yeah, I won't have the invisible hand saying no, you can't go here. No, you can't go here. That was always annoying. That was that was one of the worst annoying ones. But yes, 
the ASA is going to be looking into it and is going to, is saying that Valve has joint responsibility. This one's a little, uh, well, it's a head-scratching one for me because Valve is just the way of distributing the game. They have no say over how someone actually advertises it. That's all on Sony. That's all on Hello Games. That is not on Valve whatsoever. I don't understand the logic in that one. That, that seems like, oh, they share sh shared responsibility. Yeah, their responsibility is, is shared. Yes. How? Because they did distribute the game? Well, yeah. That's it? Come on. Come on, guys. I mean, seriously, you, you got to think that through. I completely support looking into it and seeing what Hello Games didn't do as opposed to the trailers. That's completely fine. But putting blame on Steam, or Valve, I should say, that's eh, a little far-reaching. It's like reaching for something else. You're just trying to go after the two biggest people. Or actually, Hello Games is not big at all, but Hello Games and then a bigger piece of the pie. Uh, but if they do find anything false, they don't really have any uh, real authority, but they can say you have to take down those ads and you can't use them anymore. So that could be a little damaging for Hello Games. I do wish they actually did say something and stop the silence because the silence has not helped them whatsoever. It's actually hurt them quite a bit. And this strategy is not working and they need to really just... They need to stop. They really need to stop. But moving on to Cyberpunk 2077. Yes, Cyberpunk 2077. I don't know why it took me long to say that, but let me say it again because it's it sounds like a really good game. Cyberpunk 2077. Well, it looks like it's going to have some interesting features. It's going to have huge living cities and seamless multiplayer. Yes, from the developer that made the Witcher series, especially the Witcher 3 because everybody loves that one. They are making a new game called Cyberpunk 2077. Yes, and I said that again because it's always fun to say. Uh, but they have actually applied for several grants, including city creation, animation excellence, and cinematic feel, and seamless multiplayer. Now, this will be one of the first times they actually implemented something like that because none of the Witcher games had multiplayer. Actually, The Witcher 2, when they did the enhanced version, had somewhat of a multiplayer, but not really. But this one will actually have a multiplayer. So what they're going to do... It looks like it's going to be a bigger, more ambitious game than Witcher 3. And Witcher 3 was a great, ambitious game, too. But they're going to try to uh, make this one better than The Witcher 3, which was still a really, really good game. If you haven't played it, I recommend playing it highly. It's probably one of the best games of 2015. That's my opinion. But I put that as my number one uh, this year. It could be interesting this year. Alright, do you have Call of Duty Black Ops 3? Well, guess what? They're actually implementing mod tools. What? Yeah, I know. This is the first time Call of Duty's put... Well, not really the first time, but the first time since Modern Warfare. Yes, that Modern Warfare. It's been a long stretch of no mod tools. Have they implemented mod tools? So, it'll be a new update numbered 15.1, and that will allow you to add mod tools. Now, you don't have to really do anything about the... You don't have to make mods if you don't want to, but you can add the mods and do um, unranked servers or customize uh, server lobbies as well. You can play around. So maybe we'll get another Star Wars. Maybe it'll actually be better than Battlefront. Oh, I just made a funny. Maybe not. I can't really hear you laugh. So if you laughed, awesome. If you didn't, that's well, a bad joke. Everybody wins. 
Uh, but yes, if you are looking to, you know, spice up your Call of Duty Black Ops 3, this actually could be the best thing for you. I'm interested to see what gamers will come up with or modders will come up with for uh, the Black Ops modding tools. But yes, this is actually surprising since there hasn't, there hasn't been one since Modern Warfare. Right. All right, now we're going to change gears to Destiny 2. That's right, there's a rumor going around that it actually could come to the PC. Now, the first one actually never made it to the PC, which is just a really big mistake. To be honest with you, that was probably the biggest mistake they ever did. I played on the PS3, but you know what? I'm terrible at first-person shooters on the PS3. I'm awful. Like, awful. But yes, there's a rumor going around that it could actually, the second game could actually finally land on the PC, which will probably be a good game, a good way of doing that because you know what? This belongs on the PC. It's very PC-centric. I don't understand why the first one didn't go on there, but it, it, it didn't. But rejoice because it could actually come to the PC. Now, this is a rumor, and rumors could be true, could not be true, so take it with a grain of salt. Just bring your salt and grain it with your hand if you, if you want to. I don't recommend it because you might hurt yourself, but you could if you want to. All right, there's a trailer out showcasing Battlefield 1 single player. That's right, Battlefield 1's going to have a single player, but here's the thing. DICE has never been really that great at single player. Uh, besides the Bad Company series, which actually was pretty interesting and pretty fun, the Battlefield games really never had single players in the first place. It started at Battlefield 3, and Battlefield 4 actually had one. Um, but beyond that, uh, 2142 to Vietnam, uh, 1942, never actually had a single player. It was just drop in with bots and basically a smaller version of Conquest. But they're actually bringing it to this one. It's supposed to be war stories, so it's supposed to be different stories, uh, you know, highlighting different parts of, the, of World War One. So if you think about it, it's basically what uh, Call of Duty was for 1 and 2. It's basically that. I mean, to be honest with you, it's it, exactly that. Because that's what they did in the first two Call of Duties that they brought you to one, dragged you out, brought you another one, dragged you out, brought you another one. And so that's what it seems like it's doing. With this one, with uh, one character as uh, part of a tank crew, and you don't know anybody in the tank crew, and you get to know them and, you know, earn their trust. And then there's uh, Arab Rebel, part of the Lawrence of Olivier, and others as well so it could be interesting but it could just be very straightforward plot points that really just don't impact anybody whatsoever whatsoever all right Toshiba is embracing the TLC memory for affordable OZZ TL100 line uh, that's right so if you're looking for more affordable SSD drives this one actually could be it now um, the 120 gig model is $45. The 240 gig model is $68. And so that works out about 38 cents per gig uh, for the 228 gig model and 28 cents per gig for the 240 model, which is actually not bad. Um, the read write is about 550 megabytes per second and a 530 megabytes per second of sequential read and write performance. So it's pretty fast. Um, the reason why you would get that is because, well, they are faster than uh, regular mechanical hard drives, quite a bit faster. However, uh, I mean, it depends. They could actually not work as, they could actually fail a lot easier than 
hard drives, but hard drives are depending on manufacturers, as we've seen before. Also to note is about 85,000 input output per second of 4K random read. So that's quite a bit uh, of, but I've seen higher on the Samsung Pro line, which is like 400,000. Uh, so for affordability, this is one, if you want kind of a gaming fast 4K, you probably want to go look at the Samsung 960 Pro line instead. But if you're going to do the 960 Pro line, be sure you have uh, the newest motherboard that has PCIe uh, 3.0 because you won't be able to do it without newer uh, motherboards. So just how it is. All right, are you really wanting to play Battlefield 2142 again? Well, you're in luck because it, well, some modders are trying to bring it back to life because unfortunately, when um, GameSpy went out of business, so did well, so did this one, so did Battlefield 2. A few others so with well kind of EA's graces they're not really saying anything you can now the monitors are now putting this back on so people can actually play it I actually really enjoyed Battlefield 2142 it first introduced us to the Titan mode it was one of the better uh, modes that I've played in quite a while um, Rush was introduced for Battlefield Bad Company 2 but Titan mode was actually pretty awesome uh, if you aren't familiar with 2142, it was, it was there was a huge titan between uh, between you and your enemy, and you had to take capture points with your missile silos that hit the titan. And once the shield was down, you could actually board it and then blow up consoles, then blow up the core, or you could keep on capping points and do it that way. Uh, it's kind of like the assault carrier one on Battlefield 4, but 2142 was better. Assault carrier was all right. It wasn't that great, but it was it was okay. All right, there's some news about Dishonored 2. Yes, Harvey Smith said that, he, well, you should actually play it multiple times. You won't understand it. That's right. If you just play it once, you'll be like, huh? What just happened here? I, I'm so confused. I'm going to play this again. That's how you're going to feel. Or that's what he wants you to feel or hopes you'll feel. Uh, so what they're trying to do is they're trying to make it where you'll actually play twice. So you'll play, there's Emily or Corvo. Um, and then you can play either one of them, depending on which one you played, on the second go-around. So you'll pick up more stuff the second time, and you'll not be so confused. Because confusion is never a good thing. Unless you like to be confused. And then, well, I I can't help you there, to be honest with you. If you're confused, that that's, that's, just, that's your problem, not mine. I'm here to give you information. If you don't want the information, you can confuse all you want. But thanks for listening to my podcast. <laughs> Anyways, moving on, there's also a trailer for it as well, and there's a low chaos approach. Now, if you're going, what is low chaos and what is high chaos? Well, high chaos means if you kill everybody. Literally. Everybody you see, you just knife them. And low chaos is, well, a bit more stealthy, a bit more non-killing, um, stabby, uh, a bit le- le- less harsh, but the outcomes will be different. So... In the original Dishonored, you had the option, but when you did high chaos, there was more rats, more infestation. If you did low, there was less, and Emily turned out a lot better. But as we know it from Dishonored 2, it didn't really all pan out as well as they thought it would. But hey, I mean, you didn't know that when you did, when you finished Dishonored, you just was like, "Yay, I saved the day!" Or "Yay, I killed everybody I saw except for Emily because she's still there." But you know, that's 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 how it is. Moving on, Overwatch 
is going to be buffing somebody. That's right, Symmetra. Yes, the one that nobody really uses, but I actually do. I play it on player on occasion. Um, is being heavily looked at. But here's the thing: it's not going to really be. There's not really be an update for her for of probably until November, maybe a little bit later. But they're looking at her, trying to find a way to make her better and make her more of a viable character. She's a very situational character. Now, I usually use her, and uh, Kaplan was right, Jeff Kaplan was right, is that some players use her as a very situational character. That's what I do. Usually if I play her in the beginning, I have her, I put her all her little turns on there, I put her um, teleport. Hopefully somewhere they won't find it too easily. Uh, and then that's how I play her. You know, if they get to the, if they get the first point, I change because, to be honest, there's really not too much of a reason to have her, but there could be sometimes. But yeah, I change usually. She's a very situational character. You can't really always use her all the time because there's just some there's some maps that she's just pointless. There's just no point to play her. So, like I said before, she's very situational. Um, you have to be smart about where you're placing your turns, and you have to be smart about how you kill people because I mean you could. Be killed pretty easily as well uh, but that's how it is she is really good against Reinhardt because her little energy balls go through his shield so for sure as to that but I do hope they buffer and kind of figure out a way to make her a little bit less of a situational a little more of a this is a value player that actually could be used quite a bit more than what it already is because right now it's kind of up in the air if you use her or not she is one of the least played Characters on Overwatch, if that makes any sense. It probably does to those that play. All right, Steam is getting a UI overhaul soon. Yay, it actually kind of needs it, to be honest with you. That UI has been around for quite a while, and it, even though it's been updated every once in a while, it needs a little bit more of an update. Origins updating it itself again, and so why not? So what it's going to have, it's going to have more, uh, more buttons for left-hand um, section for specials, upcoming new releases, Popular Among Friends as well is going to be having one too, uh, so you can do that as well. Plus, you can filter out categories so you won't see some of the games that you are interested in. And for new releases, usually get usually new releases get about one million views, but it's not really targeted. They're going to actually be targeting it now, so you'll get less views but more engaged users, as they say. So it should be interesting to see if this actually works out for them or if it, it doesn't. But a UI overall is good for everybody, to be honest with you. It's going to be a little bit of a change, I know that, but it needs it needs a refresh, to be honest with you. It really does. I'm sorry if you like it, but it, it does need a refresh. All right. Star Citizen Investigation has concluded from the uh, Kotaku UK. I always have to, like, pronounce it in my head first. But Kotaku UK uh, did this eight-month investigation on Star Citizen and well, what's happening with it, why is it not released, all these questions that some players have. And the notion is, well, it's going to be a long haul. That's kind of the conclusion, is that it's not going to be out for at least a couple more years, so you're going to have to wait out for it as well. But it should come out, hopefully come out. Uh, I played, I think, some of the alpha. I was completely lost, didn't know what I was doing. I just kind of bummed around when I'm going to play something else that I know exactly what I'm doing. But it seems like it actually will come out. And most players are fine with that. As long as it comes out, they're, they're fine with that. But I think Star Citizen did, did actually uh, do too much or 
bit off too much more than it can handle. Uh, I think they they had to ramp up really quickly because of just all the attention they got. And mind you, it could be actually a really great game or it could be not really great at all. It really depends on how well they actually do it or how well they polish it and just how well the gamers and everybody else receives it. So I hope it comes out. I hope it's really great, but you never really know. And there's allegations that the, the development is just going not so smoothly as it could. There's just a lot of communication problems, as it usually happens in a lot of businesses. All right. Now, switching gears to graphics cards. That's right. Uh, it looks like, or it looks like it's pinpointing to, or it could, uh, the GTX 1080 Ti could come out CES or Consumer Electronics Show in 2017, or the launch or the unveiling of it could happen then. Now, the GTX 1080 Ti is supposed to be the the similar to the X performance, but at a lower price point. Which basically means it could have different RAM uh, for GD, GDDR5 RAM instead of GDDR5X RAM has been reported. It has a GDDR5 instead. But it could come out there, but you're probably going to have to wait a little bit longer for it to actually come out as well. But as predictions goes, this could be it. Now, um, AMD could be launching, there will be probably unveiling their Vega 10 around that time as well to kind of counteract with the Titan. Uh, too so it should be interesting to see what they actually bring out as well I'm kind of I'm a little bit more excited to see what AMD is actually doing because I mean Nvidia does great stuff but I'm interested to see how well they're actually going to be doing and how well they can actually hit it out of the park because they've been doing a pretty good job so far but with that uh, the the GTX 1080 Ti is supposed to be unveiled or come out at CES 2000. 2017 which is in January it's actually around my birthday that's why I know he but anyways uh, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep you updated if I do any other news that's, that's all I have that's all I have people all right now gearbox is denying rumors that Battleborn is going free to play it's just having a trial version uh, which is interesting because what it is is that it's more of like a trial version resembling paladins which I play a little bit and it's, yeah it's all right but they were, Reggie Pitchford, which is, which is the CEO or the president of the gaming developer, has said, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing trial versions. I don't know what we're talking Or we aren't doing free-to-play. We're doing trial versions. That's all we're doing. Just trial versions. Not, nothing like that. You have to purchase the LZ. You cannot just play it for free and willy-nilly it. What he's saying is, is that you still have to buy the game or buy the add-ons or the DLC. You just can't just get it and just piecemeal it. But... The problem is with Battleborn is it came out in 2016, a little bit before Overwatch, and well, once Overwatch hit, it just, it, yeah, it didn't do very well. There's been deep discounts for this game, and the player count has been around 300. It's not even the top Steam 100 right now, so it's not really doing very well, and what it could use is the push that Evolve got when it went free-to-play. When Evolve went free-to-play, a lot of people went back into it and played it, but for right now, they're saying trial versions and trial versions only. I don't know why, but that's how it is. Don't ask me. I'm just the messenger. Don't you be. Just go after Reggie Pitchford. Not me. I, I, just, I just delivered news and, and the funnies. Game news on this one. All right. Looks like Bard's Tale 4 has a te teaser trailer. Yes. Show off the world of uh, Kaith. Kaith. I've heard it both ways. But anyways, um... As a Kickstarter update has been, there has been 
a stretch goal for it as well. It looks actually really interesting with more of a more exploration type game with immersions where you don't actually have to follow the main quest. You can just do your own side quest and do whatever you want or explore if you want. There's no uh, limitation to it, which is interesting. Also, if it said if you go to a different place and you're getting your butt kicked, uh, don't go to that place. Stay away from it for a while and go back to it when you're a little bit stronger. But yes, it is another RPG game, so be aware of that. Uh, Last Bard's Tale game did come up, came out like in the early 2000s, so it's interesting to see what In Exile, yes, In Exile, who is actually making Wasteland 3 and Tides of Numeria, are actually making this one as well. So they're bringing back all the old games. Yay! Good job for them. But yes, there's a stretch goal and there is a main quest if you want to follow it. There is a non-main quest if you don't want to follow it. But like I said, it's a very um, the 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 enemies will not tailor to your level. They will, there will be hard ones and there will be not so hard ones. So be on the lookout for it. If you get if you die really quickly, never go back to that place for quite a while. That's all I'm saying about that. All right? Are you playing Battlefield Gothic Armada? Well, there's a new DLC. The Tau Empire is coming. Yes. Is coming is coming after you and it looks like it's very long-range type ships it looks very interesting and their philosophy is for the greater good uh, that's what they yell out because I mean gothic games are these these Warhammer games everybody yells stuff it's almost like 300 but not so nakedy uh, but yes it's coming out now mouthy uh, gothic actually got pretty good reviews when it first launched and it was a pretty interesting uh, strategy game it was in space Kind of likes of a little bit similar to Homeworld, but not really because there was no third Z plane. But it looks very interesting. It looks very fun. I did not get a chance to play it or get it, but if you have the game, get this. If you want to do a new empire, and now I'm going to be transferring over to gig deals for the week. Now Gog is having. A back to school sale 2016 where they have uh, Divinity Original Sin on sale for 20 bucks, Grim Dawn's 20 bucks, Dragon Age or Origins is $8, there's a Bethesda collection up to 50% off, there's a Bean Dog collection up to 75% off, LucasArts collection up to 75% off, Interplay BYOB up to 90% off. And there's quite a bit more as well, Egosoft, there's, there's tons, there's just a whole bunch, but you should check it out, find which game you want, and get it, because there is a huge sale going on. Woo! Yeah, we love sales. But yeah, there's there's quite a bit. There's there's a lot. There's a lot. You get Day of the Tentacle for $7.49. I played the original. It was, it, was, it was pretty good, actually. I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it quite a lot. It, it, was, it, it, it was good. It was all good. Not, not, not bad about that game. But going on to the Steam sales... If a weekend deal for the division, if you really want to play that game, it's 40% uh, off at $36. You also have a weekend deal for Codemasters Publisher Weekend, which basically is now all racing games. <laughs> That's really what it is. And you can play Call of Duty Black Ops 3 for free until Sunday, but it's also 50% off at $30. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. That's a pretty good deal for that one as well. Now, for Green Man Gaming, you have uh, Dragon Age acquisition on sale it could be up to 90% off you have dark uh, dragons dogma dark arisen up to 90% off also shows mortar up 90% off you have uh, lords of the fallen at 10 bucks 
Dragon Dungeons 2 at uh, 20 bucks. So you have quite a bit of deal. Uh, Wasteland 2 Director's Cut at $20. That is the one before what they're making right now. So if you want to check that out before you actually get the new one, that would probably be your deal. And on the last note, I'm going to talk about a little bit about International Podcast Day. Yes, woo! Today is International Podcast Day. So if you are listening to this at the end, thank you for listening to it all the way. I was actually not feeling really well. My eyes have been bugging me. But I really wanted to, you know, talk about it a little bit and say there's a lot of podcasts out there, a lot of great podcasts out there. Uh, so give a shout out to all your favorite podcasts today and tomorrow because who cares? We're not really keeping track. Uh, but yes, uh, thank you for all those podcasters that are doing what I'm doing and keep on keep on trucking. That's why I say keep on trucking. Uh, do what you do best and just keep on creating, keep on doing better. Uh, but National Pod- International Podcast Day is going on the rest of today. And I wish you guys all a really great weekend and keep on gaming. Plus, uh, follow Digital Coffee on, well, actually, I should say subscribe to Digital Coffee on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Uh, also, uh, follow Digital Coffee on Twitter at DigitalCO77EE, at Facebook Digital Coffee Podcast, at Instagram Digital Coffee Podcast at YouTube at Digital Coffee Podcast, at player.me at Digital Coffee, and via digital.coffee as well. And if you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon at Digital Coffee. All right. Join me on Monday when I go through tech news. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Later.